when I came into the field, which as you know is 50 years ago, um, there were practically no tests, there were practically no methods. I came with the, the outlook of hopefully a cognitive psychologist uh, who liked the idea of measuring things. Uh, but the actual practice of uh, neuropsychology in a hospital, um, one had no tools at all. And uh, so one of the uh, things one had to do, or I felt one had to do, was to develop tests that would be useful for uh, clinical practice. In other words, tests that uh, were derived entirely from uh, what the patient could or couldn't do. In other words, tests that were relevant to their uh, problems. In uh, the domain of perception, uh, designed the unusual views test, for example. Uh, in the domain of uh, memory, I introduced uh, formal measures for uh, assessing retrograde amnesia by using uh, public figures going back in time or using events uh, going back in time. I think it's probably fair to say that was the first time anyone was sort of bold enough to try and <laughs> measure uh, retrograde uh, amnesia, which in fact I did in order to uh, try and get some evidence about uh, Rebo's law, which I didn't really believe. Uh, so I thought, well, the only way to tackle that was to measure it. And uh, so devise those tests. And I think uh, there have been uh, other people have got their own versions of these sorts of tests. And I uh, introduced uh, tests which are, I think, quite widely used, recognition memory tests for words and faces, which are used a lot as a sort of standard measure of someone's memory. Um, and uh, in the language domain, uh, we produced a test, which is quite widely used, a test of naming uh, skills. I've published a test on um, word comprehension, which uh, is, uh, I think, also quite useful.